My name is Crystal, and welcome back to the Fat Ass Podcast, a show dedicated to all things food. If you're a first-time listener, thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. During these scary and uncertain times, we feel that everyone just wants to get away, so we decided to do an episode all about camping. Hey everyone, my name is Olivia, and I am super excited to chat about this topic because it's something I really love to do. So today, Crystal and I are going to share some of our camping experiences, food hacks, and at the end of the show, we have some wonderful recipes that we would love to share with you guys. So Crystal, do you have any camping experiences? Well, camping experiences, I honestly, like I honestly don't have too many. When I was younger, like for school and stuff, they would always have like field trips to like a summer camp or like a science camp and stuff like that. And even though those aren't like technically camping, they're still like outdoorsy. We still did a lot of activities that were like in nature and like science or, you know, doing a lot of uh, activities together, uh, you know, in groups, which is like a really big part about camping is like, you know, getting together with a group and then just doing all like different kinds of activities that involve like nature. Besides that type of experience, I did have one camping trip when I was young and I went with my aunt and my uncle and their kids and we were gone for a couple of weeks, but it was a really memorable experience. So we went to, uh, I think it's called Twin Lakes. They had an RV. So again, it's not really like that traditional camping that people talk about, like, oh, pitching a tent and stuff. But we did pitch a tent even though we had RV. It was just kind of like one of those, like, spaces to hang out, you know. Uh, But we didn't, like, sleep in it all night because, you know, we slept in the RV. But I just remember, like, how... (laughs) I just remember how beautiful it was to be out that long, far away from everything, eating and fishing. Because I did a lot of fishing, even if I don't do a lot of camping. Like, my family, like, they're big, like, fishermen. Like, everyone loves to go fishing and stuff. Yeah, so I just remember, like, all those activities, just, like, fishing and then, um, you know, a lot of eating, hiking, foraging type stuff just to kind of, like, really be one with nature is another really cool thing uh, we would do. But yeah, I love, I love camping. I don't do it, like, often, like I said, but uh, when I have done it, like, I just, I really do love it. You have to be with people that know how to be a little handy, you know, like, to kind of, <laughs> yeah. you know, to kind of get through the day because, like, it is a lot of work to go camping. That's one thing for sure. Whether or not you're doing RV or you're doing, like, traditional, like, pitching a tent and stuff, oh, yeah. it's all a lot of work. It really, really is. And yeah, like you said, a person that's handy and crafty, I feel like everybody kind of has to collectively pitch their own tents or pull their own weight in some sort of way, whether it is you that you're, you know, let's say you go and pitch a tent and then I'm going to go over here and cook and somebody go... I don't know, dig a hole for to go restroom. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, everyone has like their little task that they're good at and that they do when, when camping. So those sound like really fun memories with your family, right? Oh, yeah. They were really, really fun. Like we would do, um, and we went with um, like a couple that was like single. So like they could do like all the other activities that like, you know, you don't need to do with like kids. So uh, we would go fly fishing down a river. I don't know. Have you ever done fly fishing? Never in my life. Okay, so like, <laughs> can you explain? What is <laughs> so, that? 
I know it sounds kind of like weird. It's basically, it's still fishing. I mean, fishing is fishing, but I don't know. When you freaking, you throw your fishing rod out. Like when you, when you throw a line, duh. When you okay, cast sorry, it when out. You, yeah. Yeah. When you cast it. Oh my God. <laughs> so when you, when you cast it, you know, when you cast it like in a lake or the ocean, you just kind of let your reel sit there. But fly fishing, you cast it out. And because the weight of your bait is like small and normally they look they look like little flies or they look like little insects, they're really lightweight. So you, you have to cast it out and then just kind of let it fall where it is. And then it's just going to float on wherever you're going, but you have to pull it back in. So it's like you're just casting and pulling and casting and pulling. And if you're fishing on a river, it's really fun because you end up getting fish that bite. And like sometimes you really think that since it's bit like so fast you can reel it in really fast but since the action is so fast it's kind of like you might miss it and then you have to reel again to get another fish it's really fun i don't know i think it just depends like the season of which you're fishing and the then the type of environment but when you're doing it on a river it's really fun i just remember yeah. doing that all day yeah so yeah, fly it sounds fishing. like fun but really exhausting <laughs> sounding <laughs> Yeah, it's not like the cool where you're just going to sit and have a beer and then watch your, you know, like watch your fishing pole. Like, no, no, this one requires you to um, work a little bit. To work for your food, so to speak, right? Yeah. That sounds like a fun tradition, though. Oh, yeah, it was definitely worth it. Yeah, and you created memories with your with your family, and I think that's really special. So that's that's super cool. That's something I've never done before, but that's that's really neat. Oh, yeah. Do you ever go fishing when you go camping, though? No. Is that like... Oh, I see. Okay. So, yeah, there's so many different ways to camp. So, yeah. Uh, what, 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 the, what, are, what do you do when you camp? Well, <laughs> when I was a kid, <laughs> when I was a kid, I would mostly just kind of kick back and have, obviously, the parents cook and do all the work. I didn't really do much, but I certainly learned how to pitch a tent, build a fire, etc., when I would go camping with my parents and my family, we would go camping in various places, like sometimes in Northern California, or there was also campsites down in, I believe it was San Diego area. Oh, yeah. So I think I've been out there. It's it's nice out there, and the weather's beautiful as well. I went camping at this place called La Jolla. It was, it was beautiful. I liked it a lot. And there was also this like little river that flowed through right near our tents, and it, it was nice to fall asleep to. There was this one time when one of my uncles, he brought this like large, I don't even know what to call it in English, but it's kind of like one of those round things that you cook a bunch of shit in. (laughs) And it's like this like drum almost that like, it's like concave and there's like a fire that goes underneath it. He made chorizo con papas burritos for everybody and they were so good. I just kept eating them and it was like the best part about camping was the food. (laughs) It was... I don't know, something about it. Like, forget the s'mores. It's all about those burritos, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> that sounds really delicious. I think oh. I know what equipment you're talking about, too. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, like a big one. You can do a lot of stuff in it. Like, um, like it's kind of deep enough, like, where you can cook other stuff besides just, like, yeah, yeah like, okay, I can see that. But yeah, chorizo? Ca- oh, I, my God. Yeah, fuck. It was, like, chorizo con papas with beans, and then he, like, fried up some eggs. Cool. He, he hooked it up. He hooked it up. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) nice yeah so i i love that 
part about uh, camping. Obviously, I love my favorite memories are always going to be the food. So that's <laughs> that's just one of my <laughs> food memories from camping. But I recently went camping with my boyfriend. It was twice in the same in the same spot in Central Ooh. California. We went last year twice, and we fell in love with this place. And it was in this small town called Volcano, California. I absolutely love cooking for him because he just enjoys everything that I cook. And I love cooking out in nature and building a fire and like just getting get like cooking with my cast iron skillet. It's it's just something so special about that. And it was just nice to recharge like that, too. That's what I did. And that was like one of my fondest memories of newest memories of camping was to camp with my boyfriend and we and just having me feed him. So it was fantastic. And we got to go and explore a bunch of caves. And I, I really enjoyed that a lot. So if you guys are cave explorers, definitely go check them out. They're a lot of fun. And they're really inexpensive to check out as well. Oh, man, I want to like I've seen the like the photos you showed me of that. And I was like, wow, like they, it just looks amazing to be out in nature in that way. Because it's like you wouldn't think any of that stuff is there. It's just like a whole nother world. Yeah, it is a whole nother world. And we were super excited to explore this all on our own. And I just want to take people back. It's so much fun. Out of that experience from camping with him, I got a bunch of cooking tips and camping tips that I would like to share with everybody. But I know that you had a bunch of camping tips as well. Did you want to share them with us? Sure. Well, I mean, I have a few. And then like, you know, like we said, like a lot of cooking and food and we can go like on for days about the food stuff. But a couple, yeah, uh, a couple couple like general tips okay so something i did not like about camping is all the freaking bugs <laughs> mosquito bites and freaking just yeah. ants and shit like that bugs and stuff are very annoying and you know for some people that have sensitive skin and stuff you might mm-hmm. want to like you know find some ways to really protect yourself and um i actually have a little hack for making your own mosquito repellent and oh, cool. yeah it's pretty it's almost all natural i mean the, it, it involves a little bit of alcohol but i mean what doesn't um <laughs> <laughs> only every single recipe you come out with <laughs> like, this is a cocktail recipe no yeah. it's not that <laughs> <laughs> you spray on your skin and then you drink it's a, no <laughs> uh, don't eat this it's a, it's yeah. a, um yeah it's a well it's citronella oil so that's cool Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so mosquito repellent. Basically, it has citronella oil. You just put, like, 10 drops. It comes in a little bottle with a little pipette. Um, so 10 drops of that with 10 milliliters of alcohol and 90 milliliters of water, and then you just shake it all together. I would shake the water and alcohol first to kind of dissolve the alcohol, and then you put the oil drops in. Then you just pour it into a spray bottle and then, you know, you're good to go. It does work too. I've had like a citronella-based spray like this, but not do it yourself, but just kind of like, just you spray it and it really helps because it kind of dries up the skin too when you actually have bites. So like you're not like scratching. Um, I totally agree with you on that because mosquitoes love my blood and they they just attack me because I have I think it's O negative blood or something like that and they're some for some weird reason attracted to that I found a little hack that you don't have to spray on your body I have a ton of this in my backyard and if you can possibly grow it yourself then that would be awesome so you get dry rosemary and dry sage you toss it in the fire in your campfire and you kind of just I what I do normally is kind of like roll not roll around in in the smoke but <laughs> I kind of just like <laughs> kind of put the smoke as it's burning like put the smoke like all over my body and that's supposed to repel mosquitoes also oh okay that's cool mm-hmm. i can see that working because smoke is can be kind of strong you know 
Dang. Well, that's really cool. And I, I like the smell of that anyway. So that would be, <laughs> I'd like to try that <laughs> next time I go camping. Oh, speaking of smoke, I have a tip for uh, making a matchbox. So, Ooh. and it's kind of inexpensive too. Because, you know, like, I, I don't think matchboxes are like that expensive. But like, sometimes they're kind of cheap. Like, you don't really get that much um, space. You know, that little strip to like light a match and then after a couple times it's already out so what you do is you can get any box that you want like any type of plastic container or whatever you can make a bunch of little ones but you yourself can go buy sandpaper sandpaper already kind of has an adhesive bottom so you cut whatever size sandpaper for whatever size box you know you're going to make your match box with and then you cut it and you stick it on the box and then boom you have like your own little match box and it's really easy because i didn't think about that i was like what you know because i like to use matches because like fluid is like expensive and it can go out and you don't want to carry that stuff around everywhere you go you know if you're hiking and you want to like post up somewhere so i figure like it's always good to have matches right when you're camping so 100 percent make inexpensive matchbox yeah and sandpaper has rough edge and basically lasts a while so that's that's really neat Mm -hmm. another little nifty nifty hack (laughs) (laughs) okay last hack that's not food related because i'm i'm sure we're gonna love talking about the food stuff so you can make a hand washing station and this is something really handy because i remember when i would go camping like i'd get kind of annoyed having to like luckily if you are near a restroom or you are near like area that has sinks and stuff because it's like if you're making your own campsite you're pretty much either going to go to those other areas to like wash up or you have to make your own area and so it's always really helpful to kind of have your own hand washing station and a way that you can create that station is um you get an old like laundry detergent bottle one of the Mm -hmm. ones that kind of had this nozzle that you press down so you empty that out and then you could fill it up with water and then under that you put a bucket to catch the flow of water that comes out of it so then you can just constantly like wash your hands throughout the day without having to worry about like walking somewhere else to do it you have a setup station how That's, fun yeah one little fun tip that was a helpful one for me do you want to um jump into the food hacks sure well i was since you were talking about the sandpaper thing with the matches oh yeah it's fire related so i wanted to kind of share a little bit of hacks on not necessarily well yeah like how to build a fire make sure you build it inside of a fire pit because i know in the state of california i'm sure this is everywhere too that it's illegal to build just a random fire because then it'll burn everywhere unless if you get a i believe you have to obtain a fire license Mm-hmm. but make sure it's inside of a fire pit so it's safe and you gather a ton of like dry wood dry twigs dry leaves to make sure that it's nice and ready to go i learned that pine cones make great fire starters they light up fast really really fast and quick they're really good for acting as like a little you can kind of make like a little barrier around all these like twigs and leaves and stuff and then it should light it up really nicely huh. also if you have dryer lint collect it and store it inside of an empty toilet paper roll and that acts as a good fire starter as well oh nice my neighbors do that so i'm just gonna have really (laughs) (laughs) no shade but like no shade (laughs) hopefully they're they're not hearing you right now that's a good i hope they do (laughs) i'm just kidding no that's a good tip (laughs) definitely dryer lint yeah because that's flammable and i don't know why people leave it in the dryer (laughs) i'm just kidding yeah yeah. that's terrifying (laughs) (laughs) nice but yeah collect it over time and then you'll have fire starter 
And it's uh, easy to control your fire, but just uh, control. You can control it by moving the wood around and adding one wood at a time safely. So just make sure you do that. And when you don't have any fire pit to build a fire, I suggest purchasing a one burner butane countertop stove. And they're super inexpensive. I got mine at the Korean store for like twenty bucks. Nice. And the Butane fuels are also really inexpensive. If you don't want to cook over an open fire or you don't have an open fire, then you can use that and they're good to go and they're also not going to spread the fire. It's not going to spread the fire all over the place, so it's safe. And you can use a nonstick pan for that. But when you are not cooking with a nonstick pan over a fire because it's not safe, to cook with a nonstick pan over an open fire, like over a fire pit, you are going to use a cast iron skillet, and they're 100% durable and super heavy, and they're really great for cooking various things such as breads. And I like making a recipe that I'm going to share a little bit later on, but I like making my vegan campfire chili in that because it gives off this delicious smoky flavor to the chili. It's it's the best. And it's also good for making one pot dinners as well. I I guess they just work wonders for (laughs) camping and I absolutely love them. So highly recommend you purchasing them. You can purchase them at Walmart. You can purchase them basically anywhere. You can purchase kitchen utensils. I don't know if they sell them at Target, actually. Mm, I think they do. I think I've seen them at Target and Walmart, definitely. And since you are going to be cooking, people need to eat, right, (laughs) when you're camping... I say to have plenty of oil on hand just so you can cook all of the items that you need to prepare. And the essential items that I personally like taking camping is salt, pepper. I like having my little garlic salt with me, (laughs) paprika, chili powder, cumin, chili flakes, and cinnamon. That's a good collection of spices. Really uh, well-rounded, I think. Thank you. (laughs) What, What would you take that I didn't list? As far as spices go. Tequila. I'm just kidding. Okay. No. <laughs> That's not a okay. spice. Um, you know, actually, I would, <laughs> I think I would bring like black peppercorns. Like I would, I Ooh. would feel like I want to bring like coal like spices, I think would be kind of fun because then if you're doing like certain, like if you're just trying to roast a meat or something or like would be cool to have like whole bay leaves or like whole black peppercorns or like, oh yeah, you know, stuff like that or like star anise if you want to make some good cider. I would be mm. so down to make some good cider if I was camping. So Dang, that whole cinnamon good. sticks. <laughs> yeah. So I bring those spices, you know, and I'm more of a sweet tooth anyways. The only like savory stuff I would like have is like eggs or like chorizo, oh, yeah. like how you were saying, because like. Yeah, it's like the perfect camping so food. But yeah, yeah, definitely still good spices for sure. Oh, and I'd bring Old Bay. I can't eat certain ooh, fish, ooh, but I would yeah. bring Old Bay like to season, like whatever that's I true. could eat. Yeah, that's yeah, a good one. That's a really, really good one. Yeah, thanks. Maybe I'll, I'm going to bring some next time I go camping. Oh, that's yeah, a good one. girl. Like, especially you can eat fish. or I don't know if your boyfriend still can eat or is he full vegan or... He is an what they call an 
ovo vegetarian so okay. he still eats eggs <laughs> oh, okay cool oh yeah but all those spices are great for eggs garlic salt mm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. and it's perfect when you have a non-stick pan as well that's why i suggest you bring a non-stick pan by one of those butane countertop stoves because it's perfect for cooking breakfast i love making the eggs and the hash browns in one of those non-stick pans so Oh, yeah. Hash browns, too. Uh, That sounds so good. Mm. Great camping food. Great camping food. I love camping food. (laughs) Yeah. I'm so giddy. It's not even funny. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. I remember, like, family camping food for me when I was younger. I think we would just, you know, do our little go-to spam. Um, Mm. And you could do so many things with spam. Um, I love spam. Chorizo or soy riso is, like, another good... Mm -hmm. You know, little th- yeah, we would do the same thing like potatoes and chorizo, but like not all decked out in like the thing that you're right. Alco was cooking it in, but like you know, pretty yeah. good. Uh, what else? Like they would make like the fish that we would catch, they would eat it. I tried to eat it when I was young. Oh, this is a little story, little side note story, real quick. So <laughs> when I was camping and we did the fly fishing thing and stuff, when I was younger, I was still trying to f- eat fish because. I was always around it so I still wanted to try it and we would catch trout and we did this oh my god and it was so good like (laughs) I like what we did was like we cut we clean I got to clean the fish which sounds like really disgusting but like that's something I like to do you know so like I was able to clean the fish yeah (laughs) like they had a little like station and just kind of get the guts out and all that and then we would stuff it with just straight lemon and whatever herbs we had. I feel like maybe they did rosemary, but that wasn't like a huge thing. Or like cilantro, because we would have it. We would have cilantro for like chorizo and stuff. So we just stuff the trout with lemon and herbs, season salt and pepper, and then just throw it on the on the fire. And that's all we would do. And it was like really, really delicious until I got sick. But that up until that point, it was like really delicious because it was so fresh. So lemons is something that you should always bring camping because it's good on everything. Like it makes everything you make fresh. So lemon and herbs. I agree. Definitely. I agree. That's yum. That's so yum. It's a one. That sounds like a wonderful memory. <laughs> yeah. Lemon, herb, trout. Like uh, so good. <laughs> I also suggest sticking to mostly dry ingredients just so that you won't store things in a a cooler. That's the word I'm looking for. I suggest you bringing a cooler anyway, but try to eliminate all of the things that you bring in a cooler because obviously food eventually goes bad if you don't have the proper amount of ice. So I suggest sticking to dry ingredients and preparing things sort of in advance before you go out camping. So I suggest if you're cooking something with pasta, prepare your pasta ahead of time and store in a Ziploc bag. Or chopping things like veggies, onions, and such, and storing them in Ziploc bags just so they're a little bit easier to kind of store in your coolers. And you can also keep things cold in your cooler longer if you freeze one gallon jugs of water and store them in the ice chest and they slowly melt over time and then you have your water to drink afterwards that's a great tip preparation is key that's awesome great yeah a hundred percent key do that and then like the water thing all of it good stuff good stuff yeah (laughs) (laughs) thank you and i also suggest to pack plenty of water i cannot Mm -hmm. stress that enough if you run out of water that sucks (laughs) and you're basically shit out of luck i also recommend bringing like foil pans foil sandwich or ziploc bags your coolers obviously to store your food in 
plenty of trash bags, matches, firewood, just in case you can't find any other wood around your campsite. And I I also suggest to purchase dollar store cooking utensils and things to cook with in case if it gets damaged, then it doesn't really affect you when you bring it back home then it's not like it's not anything expensive it's just like a dollar tree utensil and also using biodegradable soap it's available for purchase at anywhere you find camping supplies oh yeah those are all great tips especially the biodegradable soap one it's because it's one of those things that we don't really think about it's a really great thing to to kind of trans transition into using that when you're going camping because you don't want extra waste the environment doesn't want it either so yeah the biodegradable soap you can wash your dishes with and your body and hair it's versatile <laughs> sell that soap <laughs> like it's, yeah right that's how good it is we're sponsored <laughs> no <laughs> but yeah oh uh, yeah that's just like yeah you have it all like that's the entire list right there i mean pretty much basically <laughs> yeah i can't even really think of anything extra to add to that i mean like maybe a couple things oh like oh okay when i go camping i have to make sure i bring like i have my clothes like uh organized in a way because like you're gonna get dirty like i always get dirty when i go camping because i like to do stuff so like you should have your daytime clothes and then your nighttime clothes and then your sleeping clothes because Mm -hmm. you just don't want to feel like gross when you go to bed just always have daytime clothes and then change even if you can just take a quick rinse shower during the day before you change like just do that and then if you have kids i suggest to bring if you're gonna pitch your tent and stuff instead of bringing like extra blankets i would uh, invest in like little rubber mats so that way like you really um yeah. yeah like you really cover the ground well you and your kids have a little more back support when you have to lay on the ground as opposed to just like piling on blankets and blankets and stuff plus those get dirty also so i would transition to doing like the little rubber mats you can get those like at ikea i think too online Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah that's really neat yeah Mm -hmm. i i saw something on the foam mats too i I like that that tip a lot because then sometimes when you lay down your tent then there's rocks underneath and sometimes like you step on them and they hurt or your back hurts and with the mats you don't have any hurt mm. going on so i like that yeah or if I you need to purchase some myself <laughs> yeah you should it makes a difference like even though you enjoy the nature and stuff it is it can be kind of uncomfortable to lay on the floor so you want to really support your back and stuff and then even if you don't pitch a tent and you have an rv like if you have multiple people sleeping in the rv one time my, my nephew i wasn't there but it was like my family was telling me the story their rv it's like not a bunk bed but there's like layer like levels of like there's like two stories and then there's like a bed here and then one on the bottom him and he was sleeping on the top and he fell off of it when he was asleep and he was like so scared like he was crying because like he thought he really like hurt his i don't know arm or something um that's why it's also good to have your mats kind of laid down like in the rv2 when kids are asleep because you know you never know they could just kind of like fall off the bed you don't want (laughs) to have like a crying kid on your camping trip because that sucks no way yeah (laughs) no i know so no crying kids any trip no i'm just kidding (laughs) no kids Yeah, actually, yeah. (laughs) I changed my answer. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Last story and half last tip from me. (laughs) 
So I don't know if you so okay. So when your gallon jug is empty, I say store your gallon of water jug, the empty one, inside of your tent, just in case if your partner who is a male needs to go pee and doesn't want to go to the restroom that's a couple feet away. Because I have a story. <laughs> so <laughs> I woke up one of my camping trips by my boyfriend because. He was terrified that something was outside of our tent and that was going to, I guess, murder us. <sighs> yeah, this is a stressful story. So anyways, <laughs> like I'm sound asleep. I guess I started snoring really, really loudly and I had the knife right next to my face. So it was my knife that just in case if shit goes down, I was going to shiv someone. Mm-hmm. So I had my knife right next to my face. My boyfriend's awake, terrified because he hears something ruffling where our food is and then just kind of walking around our tent he also needed to go pee really bad so he didn't know where to go so he ended up having to i guess pee in one of our water bottles and it still wasn't big enough so. oh my god he's gonna be so mad at me oh telling this story i don't i'm so sorry daniel but this is great oh my god he's gonna be so mad at me oh it's too late <laughs> So anyways, we the next morning we find out that something ended up just eating our bread and I think it was a deer, but he swears that it was something terrifying. Oh my god. And was it a- yeah, oh, yeah, I just remember god. yeah, I just remember he was terrified. I'm snoring really loud and he just kinda like woke me up, put my his hand over my mouth to stop snoring and I thought <laughs> he was gonna murder me. I was like, This is how I go. Oh my god. And he's like, where's the knife? I was like, it's right <laughs> next to me here. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what are you going to do? We're inside of this tent. Like, we're not going to go outside, you crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyways, like I said, the next morning, <laughs> finally we woke up and yeah, our, our bread was eaten. And it was as, it was like, it looked like it was like a tiny little mouth that ate it. So like I said, I think it was like a deer or something that was walking around just kind of looking for food mm-hmm. or whatever. And then the following night... We ended up, I couldn't sleep at all because I was still terrified from the night before. And we ended up bringing in that gallon of water, the empty gallon of water jug in with us because he ended up filling that shit up. So (laughs) he was too scared to go to the restroom. So yeah, so (laughs) that's, uh, that's my story. Thank you for sharing that with us. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Overshared. That was great. I mean, like, no, it makes sense. Should have (laughs) an empty gallon of water for those uh, serious emergencies. Oh, Oh, God. I would have been scared, too. But I think you would know if it's I was terrified. Were you? I I feel like if it was a bear, oh, my God, I would be freaking out. Like, because there's some Mm. areas. Oh, this is another thing. Um, When you're (laughs) camping, you should really learn about the area of which you're going to camp at. Like, do a little bit of research. Know, like, kind of weather, terrain, wildlife, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. All that stuff. You should get a good idea before you set up um <laughs> i agree because you can run into like wildlife like that and you just don't know and it's ah it's so scary like ugh. it's terrifying yeah but it was a deer or you don't you're not sure right we weren't too sure what it was but i like i said something tore into our bread ugh. and i it was like a tiny little mouth like nibbling at the bread but they didn't take the whole entire thing so i'm 100 percent it was a deer mm. but he was like no it was something scary something was trying to kill us so i was like you swear <laughs> like something would have killed us and we would have been awake for it so 
Oh my god. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna be so mad at me. <laughs> oh my god. No, it's all good. <laughs> tell him not to listen to this episode. Um oh do you have a recipe, camping <laughs> recipe to share with us, Chris? I like how you're changing the subject now after, <laughs> after I'm trying. That. Okay, well, okay, yes, I do. <laughs> I have a, um, <laughs> I have a really simple um, granola recipe that I think everyone should try in their regular life. But for camping, it's great because you know it's one of those power foods that'll get you through the day to do all that fun stuff. And uh, this is something that you should prepare before you go camping. Do not do this. <laughs> do not do this on a cast iron over an open fire. Like you should bake <laughs> this at home and then pack it up for your trip. So yeah, so my recipe is really easy. It's just, and this is something inexpensive the way I do it too because you buy in bulk instead of like buying that really fancy packaged granola like you make your own so it's just two cups of rolled Quaker oats one cup of almonds you can do sliced or whole um they can be already roasted as well just not salted and if they are salted in this recipe just don't add salt one cup of cranberries which is a power food one tablespoon of honey and a half tablespoon of canola oil or grape suet oil and then you just mix it all together throw it on a sheet pan you bake it in the oven like at three 325 pretty low and then you bake it for like 30 minutes 35 depending on how crunchy you can get it throughout that whole baking process like maybe every 15 minutes you want to open your oven pull the pan out and then just kind of like move the granola around so that way the whole pan gets crispy instead of some spots and then Mm. you prevent uh, you prevent burning that way as well so yeah that's how you get a really good crunchy granola is that method of moving it around unseason it with some salt or cinnamon at the end and you're good to go that sounds wonderful i like that recipe and you can add as many or as a little ingredients as you want because i know there are some times when i'm like oh, i don't feel like having that extra those extra cranberries you know or i don't feel like having those extra nasty healthy bits whatever that are in there but that's really cool yeah like you can change it up however like if you don't like cranberries and you like blueberries get some dried blueberries you know or strawberries like if ooh, would be a good combo is like dark chocolate and strawberries Mm. you know or if you want like sweet and savory you can throw pretzels in there too and just kind of like you know so yeah there's a lot of different variations to doing granola and same thing with trail mix too like that's another like fun little food spice up your trail mix you know do like barbecue flavor or kind of like if you're like really like you can do indian spice flavors or like there's so many different Mm. ways to do the plain old like trail mix too so that's another little fun kind of food thing you can make yeah it's also a good road trip little thing when you're driving you just pop it in your mouth as you're going yeah good food good foods for sure i have a vegan campfire chili recipe that my boyfriend absolutely loves and i highly suggest using a cast iron skillet or a cast iron pot for this and cooking it over an open fire because cooking it any other way like at home or something just wouldn't be the same so you have a cast iron skillet heat it up throw a tablespoon of olive oil I like adding the onion, chopped onion to it, getting that a little bit translucent, frying it up a bit, 
And then adding the soy riso, soy riso, very important. Mm -hmm. You fry that up a little bit. Add the can of tomato sauce. I use like 16 ounces of tomato sauce, so it's going to be really, really tomato-y. Nice. And so you cook that out for a little bit, and you add your can of pinto beans, your can of kidney beans, can of whole corn. Make sure it says whole corn. I made the mistake one time of grabbing creamed corn. I totally fucked that up. It still came out good, but make sure it says whole corn on it, not creamed. (laughs) And um, you add a cup and a half of water, and then you add your spices. I like adding paprika, chili powder, cumin, black pepper, salt, and a little bit of chili flake. That's my vegan campfire chili recipe. And then you just kind of cook out everything for a good, I like cooking it out for about 30 minutes and then end up enjoying it with some corn tortilla chips. Or you can also make some like cornbread to go with it. It's the best and you will love it. Cook it over a campfire and thank me later. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, well, thank you. Yeah, I'm just so confident in this. This is your chili, like vegan chili. Don't ever let anyone... Vegan chili. It's good. (laughs) It sounds really good. Like I'm actually excited to see that recipe. That sounds really yummy. And soy riso is so good. Like it's just, yeah, doesn't take anything away. It's like really good. That's a great recipe. Thank you so much for sharing. All right, guys, that's our show for today. We hope you enjoyed this topic and that you leave here happy campers. If you did enjoy today's episode, or any episode for that matter, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. With more reviews, we can create better episodes. You can find all of the Fat Ass Podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Anchor FM, and so much more. Yes, please leave us a review. Also, catch us on all our social media via Instagram at Fat Ass Podcast, Twitter at Fat Ass Official, and Facebook at The Fat Ass Podcast. By following these platforms, you can stay updated on all the latest episodes, get some healthy food tips, recipes, and so much more. Bye!